Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show with me, Luke Moore, on Monday the 3rd of February. Bloody lovely to have you along, lapsers, as ever. Uh, the only way to start the week, in my opinion. Um, you're only hearing my voice for now because... Let me just get that theme tune out of the way. Yeah, there we go. Um, because um, Pete Donaldson, our um, erstwhile you know, kind of little brother, interesting dude, you know what he's like. You all know what he's like. He's actually in Japan at the moment. And so what we thought we'd do as a little treat if it can be a treat to have a break from the Donaldson, uh, which it might not be, but we'll find out, is we've got a guest host instead. He's from um, another staccato of production called Set Meals, which is the finest food show anywhere around. It is Mr. Sam Smith. Hello. How you doing, Sam? I'm not Pete Donaldson. You're not. I'm not in Japan. No. I'm here. And many people have fallen into the trap of trying to be Pete Donaldson. Yeah. Um, you should not do that. He is a one-off. He is a renegade. He is a man unto himself, a law unto himself. He really is. So just be yourself. Um, and I think what we'll do in a minute is we'll talk a bit about set meals, and, and you can tell us all about it and why people should uh, please do stop sleeping on it. We can we can get them over to that channel. <laughs> is that why you're here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Funnel them in. Okay, great. But first, I thought what we do is get a little bit of an update on what Pete's been up to in Japan. So give this a listen. Hello, the Luke and Pete show. Pete Donaldson here. Reporting from the Snow Festival in Sapporo. Uh, I've just got here um, on a plane. Uh, there was about seven people on my plane, which is insane. Uh, and there's no one at the back of the plane, but the um, flight attendant still felt the need to do the safety demonstration to literally no one at the back, uh, which I found very amusing. Um, I hurt myself in the shower. I turned funny. Uh, and now I've got a very painful side. If I... If it had come on slowly, I would have assumed it was um, some kind of uh, more serious kidney-based illness. But uh, no, something went pop, and now I've given myself what can only be described as an old man injury. I'm in the middle of um, the kind of roads where all of the ice sculptures are being uh, put together. I'm not really sure whether they're taking them down or putting them up. Uh, but what can what what, what uh, is actually happening is that um, Chris Broad from Abroad in Japan has uh, decided to take a hotel in what can only be described as, I'm going to say, the adult entertainment district of Versaporo. So, it'll be in trouble. <laughs> um, so, I'm in what can only be described as a capsule hotel, away from all that jazz, honest mum, and, uh, yeah, it's really good. I'm, I'm in a little um, capsule hotel, and 
I'm in a little tube and it's very affordable uh, but it's got like a sauna and showers and men just lots of men hanging out in there gym jams so yeah that's a place for me um, so I'll bid you adieu my back really hurts um, so I'm going to have a lie down bye <laughs> have fun with Sam Sam have fun with Luke Pete Donaldson there at great pains to insist that he is not anywhere near the adult entertainment industry no, uh, section. No, I, he's gone there. I have avoided it at all costs. <laughs> exactly. And if I am there, how come I'm not? I'm not, all right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You liar. Why aren't you sending in videos, Pete? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've sent some videos, but oh, I'm, right. I'm not going to play them. That now. is a shame. Um, Sam, tell us a bit about um, Set Meals. Don't make it sound like an advert, because people listening will be like, oh, God, he's only on there to talk about Set Meals. Uh, set Meals is a, um, a premium food podcast. Food is a visual medium, I hear you say. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Not always. Not it's a, always. It's, it's, the, it's funny because it's a taste medium, really. So you'd think back in the day when TV first started, you could people might be thinking... smell a vision Yeah, don't, don't bother putting food shows on because people can't smell or taste the food. But they're yeah, really popular. So why not a podcast as well? Uh, yes. For Set Meals is like a, um, a very... It jumps around quite a lot. I do it with my friend Taylor Fawcett. Um, we basically spend or spent our entire life WhatsApping each other and asking about what we were eating. And Tay's an editor. He shoots some stuff. He's always on set eating really random, often very bad food. Yeah. That's where the idea stemmed from. And then it's just sort of like a collection of our eating exploits, I guess. Nice. And you've been around the world. You've been to Japan. You've yes. been to the US. Went to... We went to uh, South Korea and Japan last summer, which was very enjoyable. Yeah. The the planning that went into that trip was minimal, to say the least. <laughs> we booked 15 days away and did, I, I think if you condensed everything we did into into days, we did like four days worth of stuff. The rest of the time was right. just wandering around. Right, nice. Yeah. Talk to me about, um, I'll tell you what, this is because Pete, because as you probably know, because you work with Pete closely like I do, he doesn't, you can't really get Pete excited about food. Mm. Even when you get him along to a decent restaurant, which we have done in the past, he just kind of frowns at the food. He does do a lot of that. And what, what was it like, Pete? Ah, oh, it's all right. Yeah, it's good. It's decent. Yeah, it's good. That's all he'll say. Pete will do a thing as well when you go to dinner with Pete. Uh, any restaurant. It can yeah. be a fast food joint or a very nice restaurant. Like when we were in the States recently. Yeah. yeah. He'll When you start taking pictures of food on the table, he'll like put his hand in the way and become like a little naughty like boy. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like to be involved in the sort of, the idea the of culture. food. Yeah, he doesn't like it. And um. Yeah, so I can every time I ask him about that kind of thing, he doesn't want to be in, talk about no. it. So I'm pleased I've got a fellow, a fellow food enthusiast here. I mean, you're a proper foodie. I'm not, but you. you I do enjoy eating. Yes. What, talk to me about your your perfect burger. It flips around a little bit because I quite like a simple smash burger. So like on the grill, push down so it kind of like the patty gets Spreads splay out. and yeah. you get all that crusty edges and whatever yeah. cheese on there covered so it steams it a little bit melts mel- the cheese in like a potato roll like a spongy See, in the UK they don't do potato buns they don't, often they don't do it at all here. I, I had a potato bun at egg break in Notting Hill at mm. the weekend and I was like yes why are we yeah. not having you, these potato underrated, buns underrated hard to find over here it's you better really than the brioche isn't it 100% brioche went through a bit of a moment and I just feel like you get a lot of bad brioche. Yeah, it breaks apart easily. It's, it's too, and especially if you're carrying too heavy, or too thick a patty, it doesn't like it. Mm. I like I like uh, a, l- a little bit of burger sauce, however you're making that. I'm not even sure what's in burger Isn't sauce. Isn't it a cross between ketchup and mayo? I think it might I be. I assumed it was. I feel like there should be more in there. Yeah. Because it tastes... It should be more complicated. Like, you know, like Big Mac sauce. Yeah. Big Mac, what's in Big Mac sauce? Yeah, similar, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I like a bit of Big Mac sauce. I like the finely chopped onions on top. Cooked. I like a few gherkins. Yeah, cooked. 
Yeah, I, don't, I can't get with... I'll tell you what, I remember once, back in the dim, distant past, uh, regular listeners to this show will remember it vaguely, um, Ben Bailey smith aka Dot Brown, came on, and uh, he, he was talking about onions. I don't know why we're talking about onions. I mean, it's a Luke and Pete show. Yeah. It's probably why. Yeah, why not? Uh, and he said, I do like a raw onion in the burger, but I need to make peace with myself that that's my day over. Because, yeah, because, because you can't speak to anyone after that. Yeah, that is true. Some, some, you know, when you go to like, um, like pubs that do like gourmet burgers, and the onions are like inch thick. Get it out, my burger. Raw as well. Yeah, get it out. It's bizarre. Yeah. What do you think about it? It's bizarre. It's really bizarre. How about you? What are you saying? I, favorite I, I, burger? I'm just keen for it not to be too busy. So, okay. so I feel the same way I feel about a pizza topping. I don't, I don't want it to have too much going on. So I'd go for potato bun, patty, cheese. I'd go for cooked red onions. Mm-hmm. A nice bit of lettuce that has the, it's hard to explain, but not the spine, crunchy white bit of lettuce, the nice green Yeah, there's a nice, leaves. there's a middle ground in it, yeah, the lettuce. That. You don't want the, the, the little end bits. No, the, the middle bit. bits. You yeah, want the middle, middle bit, bit, but not the spine, as no, I've already it said. It doesn't taste anything. No. And then um, I'll go ketchup. Yeah, okay. And I could, be, I could be persuaded if someone twisted my arm to go for a bit of mustard in the mix-up as well. Bit of mustard. Yeah. You famously don't like mayonnaise, do you? No, I do. I don't mind it, but it's only there for me for lubricant. I don't you, like it for taste. You once, I think, I, I'm going so far as to say, shouted at me yeah. that mayonnaise was empty calories. It is. A waste of calories. It's a waste. It's got to be, when you get a bit older. Imagine coming to work, listener. <laughs> and that is what you hear first thing on a Monday morning. Yeah. It's a yeah. shame. But imagine talking about mayonnaise the first thing on a Monday morning. Yeah, that's fair. your problem. But when you get older, you have to get stuff that's worth the calories. You're fine. Like, so, for example, I hardly ever eat chocolate cake. I just don't like it enough for the fact that it's going to put a thousand calories in my bin. Yeah, true. I don't true. need it. I'd rather have something that I do like that's far fewer calories. How many calories in a pint? It's difficult to say. 200-ish, probably. Depends mm. on the pint. Depends on the alcohol level. What about, I think. Pint, what about a pint of chocolate cake? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was like a guy on, on Ground Force, Tommy Thingy, Tommy Walsh. Oh, yeah. Is he still alive? Yeah, I think so. He's he, pushing a heavy diet, isn't he? Uh, he was at the time. He, 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 um, he ended up being on like, Celebrity Fit Club. And when they went to his house um, and they just monitored his daily intake so they could work out what they're dealing with, he was having a pint of Baileys with his dinner. <laughs> Imagine, Tommy. Yeah. There's your problem, yeah. for God's sake. It's so sweet. But I've signed well. a contract with Bailey's, and I can't get out of it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've got to keep drinking it. <laughs> so funny. Um, what else have we been talking about? So I need to bring you up to speed, I suppose, Sam. So have you got um, a bathroom bedtime bathroom routine? Well, you kind of briefed me on this a little bit, and I I firstly got a little bit confused to whether or not it was a bedtime and a bathroom time routine, or if it was. The bathroom pre-bedtime. I assume that one. Right? It's that one, yeah. So I used to have my... This is really boring. I used to have a really sort of um, simple... My 2019 routine was this. Have, Bre- you, have you re-upped it for I have, actually. Yeah, yeah, I have. Brush teeth. Yeah. Ice, ice cold water splash on the, on the old face. Mm-hmm. Keep, it, I'll keep it fresh, you know? Yeah. Uh, dry said face. Get in the shower after face, face wash. What? Clean pair of boxes. Uh, not in the shower. Not in the shower, yeah. after the shower, yeah. straight to bed. This year, I've forgone the shower. I've got yeah. rid of that. Yeah. Uh, teeth brush, floss, mouthwash, cleanse, tone, and moisturize. My girlfriend works for a skincare company. Right. Uh, warm water, flannel. Yeah. Wipe it all off, and, and that's it. But you have to go extra hard because of the amount of grease around your mouth because of your podcast. How dare you? No, because you're just eating food all the time. Yeah, I know. I've actually, um, I went to the dentist for the first time in about, not even about in 10 years, last year, yeah. I got told I needed a few fillings. Have you had them? No. 
You gotta have them. So expensive. Do you know how much a filling is in London? £125 a tooth. How many do you need? Seven. Seven? seven. That's not a few fillings. No, That's a, a new mouth. No, I know. I, I needed seven because some of them are like, four of them are like a really minor, but they're in on teeth and they're like behind and I'm really worried my teeth are one day just going to like what, what do we need, What do we need to replace on the new car? Well, four wheels, the <laughs> chassis, the engine, the roof, the sunroof, the seats, the seat belts. That's, that's a new mouth you're asking for there. The, the, the cigarette lighter is fine though. So that, <laughs> yeah, that, exactly, yeah. That, uh, yeah that, changes. Not my photo style, but that is my, that is my routine, yeah. I went to go and um, just change the subject completely because I don't really like talking about the dentist or teeth. It puts my... Freaks me out. Weirdly, it puts my teeth on edge. I went to go and see the personal history of David Copperfield. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? No, I saw the advert for it when I went to see uh, Little Women. It looked very good. Isn't Little Women good? Unreal. Yeah. Very enjoyable. So yeah, Donnie wasn't interested in that either. Now, aesthetically, I didn't want to like it. And then I got in and I was like, I'm so in- invested in this. Yeah, I'm the same. Like, from start to end. I, I couldn't couldn't keep my eyes off it. I um, I felt exactly the same. I think it was my wife who sort of drove it, drove the project. Mm-hmm. And I went along. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I had one of these situations. It was such a good movie that I, oh, I enjoyed it so much. I think I said this to Pete at the time. I ended up not even eating my uh, cinema snacks. What? Where do you stand on cinema snacks? See, I'm kind of a hypocrite on it. Because I, I don't want to hear one decibel, one single solitary decibel of anyone else eating or drinking or doing anything in the cinema. Completely agree. But I do want to enjoy a snack. So <laughs> so in my local cinema, I talk about it a lot on the show. My local cinema is um, it's good. You get beers in there. You can get, um, mm-hmm. they do like cakes and cookies and meals and everything. Mm-hmm. It's got a little cafe there. So you can have a good, decent sized sort of, you know, cranberry and white chocolate cookie. Doesn't make any noise to eat. Do you live in London? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but my wife likes the old popcorn. So you gotta be you gotta be careful. See, I always thought that they should just have you know how everyone gives out tote you know any brand gives out a tote bag now? That's like the the new freebie, right? You need to explain to normal people what that means, Sam. Because like, that's that's really proper like London, I'm a brand designer and for God's sake. All right, fine. Tote bags, like really simple, kind of you get random branded stuff on it, whether it's like oat milk or yeah. chocolate bars or whatever you'll get loads of freebies usually in it and everyone has maybe not everyone but i have a lot of tote bags in the house just like gathered loads yeah. of them gathered right mm. my point is why don't they give out little mini tote bags made out of canvas for your popcorn in oh, the cinema so it makes it quieter it's really quiet yeah. this is the packaging it's not the actual uh, although the, it's crunch, the scraper the, the fingernails on the cardboard right yeah exactly and the rustling you know yeah. the falling away i also think um that it took me a while to get used to going to the cinema in the US because their sensibilities are completely different. They just not care? Not as much. If it's like a really exciting film, there's be whooping and hollering and clapping really? and stuff. Yeah. That pisses me off. Yeah. When I went to see Little Women, they were, the two girls next to me, I shit you not, yeah. went through nine cans of uh, mojito each. Nine each. <laughs> there wasn't a moment in the film there was like a noise yeah. the entire way through. I will always, if I'm, if I'm cracking open a can, which is rare, yeah, if I'm cracking over a can at the cinema, I'll time it with an explosion. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Same as like a sniffle or like yeah. a clear of the throat or anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also, one of the things that the picture house do where I live, which is I, it's an initiative I agree with, is they go big heavy on the no mobile phones. Mm-hmm. And they also say, I mean, they don't, they're not as impolite as this, but they're like, listen, turn your phone fucking off. And the way they say that is they say the light is as distracting as the sound. Yeah, good. I, turn the fucking thing off. Don't just put it on silent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And don't be looking at it. Yeah, I can see turn you the, messages, you prick. Yeah, yeah right? turn, turn it off. <laughs> um, obviously, there aren't that many explosions in Little Women. True. So you can't open <laughs> yeah. a can there. But anyway, I went to go see the personal history of David Copperfield. And I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, but it kind of made me realise afterwards 
that because I love Armando Iannucci so much mm-hmm. for Alan Partridge and you know all the other stuff, day to day brass eye, etc., that my expectations for him are very high. Mm-hmm. So when I went to go see the death of Stalin, have you seen that? No. See, I didn't like I it. I almost watched that last night. It didn't make me laugh. And I was like, it's not that funny. I don't know what movie it's trying to be. Mm-hmm. And, and then I realized that my that my um my expectations were too high. So I went to go and see David Copperfield and I tried to temper my expectations. Mm-hmm. I ended up really enjoying it. Now I know that might be because that's just a better film. Yeah. Uh, and it is really, really good. Um, but I found I enjoyed it more. But I would recommend it. It's, it's really, really good. Obviously, it's Dickens. It's a really good story. Anyway. Laugh out loud funny? Because the trailer was hilarious. Yeah, the trailer's the best, the funniest bits. Oh, that's a shame. It's not consistently laugh out loud funny, but but it but it was good. But anyway, what, what else has been going on, Sam? What have you been up to in the last week or so? Uh, moved house on the weekend. You did. Congratulations. Your first house. Yeah, first house. Uh, moved. Podcasting pays, people. It really, does it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, moved a bit further east. Uh, to like sort of Forest Gate, Upton Park kind of way, a bit, a little bit terrifying. But that is that is fine. Is it? Um, Why is it? What's terrifying about it? It's just new, new, a new end, isn't it? A yeah. new end to kind of work out, and it's way less gentrified. Um, do you know what? When I was unpacking the house yesterday, putting all the alcohol away in my house, I thought alcohol cupboards are weird, aren't they? Yeah, I've got one. Do you not know think though? There's something a bit. Is is an alcohol cupboard more or less sort of like a bit like dirty than like a weed box? It's the same principle. Do you know what I mean? You're basically though? saying that I don't want people to see my my problem. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Why don't people put alcohol just in the same cupboard as the food? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And even when I placed it, you know, when you're arranging your new kitchen and you're putting stuff, and it kind of like you have to work, like sort of set into it a little bit. Yeah. And initially, it was above all my sort of teas and coffee stuff, and I was like, nah, I can't be looking at sort of like my leftover mezcal on my top shelf, <laughs> and looking at my coffee in the bottom. Yeah. It's very, very odd. Yeah, I don't know why people do that. It's a good point. My parents used to have it in a separate cupboard in the living room. Yeah, that's the other thing. The placement of it kind of moves around the house. Like, yeah. there is actual furniture that you house alcohol in. It's like a drinks cabinet. It's weird. Do you think it's because initially people are just don't want? It's like an adult thing, and they don't want the kids to see it and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. The other thing I realised when I was moving house was man in the van as a as a sort of a, a job is a very odd job. It's a hard job. It is a hard job, but it's quite a bizarre thing, really. And then I wondered if it was like a British thing or if it's just like a worldwide thing. Yeah, no, I think I'm pretty sure it's a big thing in Australia. But oh, because they have Aussie men, isn't that uh, isn't that what a it's lot called? of them seem to do it in London, don't they? Yeah, I just I, I maybe it's just because the British brand. Man in a van thing is such a, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Well, I always think that bizarre. when you think about um, when you think about like the value of, of of how much it costs to move house, and then you're paying so much money, I think paying for a removals company mm-hmm. is kind of the ultimate value play because if you're say it costs you because of the taxes and the state agent fit, it all as you well know how much mm-hmm. it costs. Say it costs I don't know for the sake of argument, it costs fifteen grand to move house. Mm-hmm. You're down right on paying an extra 500 yeah, exactly. to get someone to do it all yeah, because it's exactly. the ultimate value play. It's yeah. so stressful anyway. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even do my own move anymore. Yeah. Would you do, did, you do, did you do your well, own? Well, thing is, we were in a bit of a weird one because we didn't have that much stuff because we lived in a really tiny flat up till now. Mm. We didn't honestly had nothing. So we just chucked it in the back of a zip van and it took... But one trip? Yeah, one trip. Huh. It was amazing. So that was a vibe. However, we couldn't get our bed out because right. my bed got built by a friend in the bedroom and it's all wood glued together, so I couldn't actually dissemble it. Right, so it's still, it's still in the old flat. So, so you left it in there. Yeah. So you sleep on the floor at the moment. Uh, yeah, have a mattress, but 
No bad. That's not going to last long. Podcasting doesn't pay. (laughs) (laughs) Podcasting pays unless you want to sleep in the bed. All right, listen, let's have a little break. And after we do that, we'll come back and we'll answer some homework that was set on Thursday and answer and and read out, sorry, some of your emails, which you've sent into hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There we go. My piece better ones, oh, I'll say. That is Simon Le Bon at Live Aid, I think. Um, welcome back to the Luke and Pete show with me, Luke Moore, and Sam Setmeals-Smith over there. Um, so on Thursday, we set some... Well, we've been setting homework over the last few weeks, really. The ones we've set recently are th- stuff you found in your garden. How would you make a sausage using only the items you currently have in your house? Um, did you get a free DVD with your DVD player? Um Go up into the attic and find uh, the most interesting thing you can, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So why don't we start with a few uh, homework emails? I've got one here for Nathan G, who says, um, "Hi, like all the school homework, I'm late with this one. Um, with weird things found in gardens, I have a concrete garden. That's depressing. Yeah, just the term concrete garden is depressing. Yeah, it's really um, yeah grim. Which had plant beds on top, and when I removed these." I discovered thousands of eggshells in about a two-meter square patch. Having spoken to our neighbor, the gent who lived in our house before us put the flower bed in and didn't have any chickens. To make it weirder, some eggshells were still whole, but, e- but empty. What? Yeah. I, like chicken eggs? Like actual eggs? I think so, yeah. Nathan also says, uh, also buried in my mum slash grandma's garden is a bike. My granddad, while running a building company, thought it was a stolen bike. So like any sane man would do, he buried it in his own garden. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so weird. You found Have you got a garden in your new place? Yeah, buddy. It's a big guy. You found anything in there yet? Uh, no, I haven't actually walked out there yet. Um, I thought it was going to be the first thing I did, but I didn't actually do it. There's some planters, though. Nice. Might be bodies under there. 
Yeah, it could maybe, be. Maybe. Did you get it cheap? Maybe buried vertically, which would be weird. <laughs> that wouldn't would it? be, yeah. What about this from Jamie Davis? Says, um, all right, that's making a sausage. Ignoring the sausages in my freezer, and you are right to ignore the sausages in your freezer, Jamie, because that wouldn't be making a sausage, would it? Correct. Uh, and as we all know, Don, Donnie used to eat them frozen straight from the freezer. Disgusting. Have you know that, heard that story? Oh, I've heard that story, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've met Donnie. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> it right, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, Jamie says, I'd open the banana and pull out the middle bit, leaving the banana skin. Good. Then I'd mix together a load of Weetabix and milk in a bowl. Not so good. And carefully pour the gunge into the banana skin, and then seal said skin with some honey. That, the honey is not holding that. And also, Surely you're chopping the end off and f- squeezing it out. And then pouring it in. And then pouring it in. But you can't eat banana skin anyway. So it's a pointless, it's a pointless vessel. Yeah, fair. Uh, yeah, you are right, actually. Can you not, though? What if you boil it? Surely it, it loosens up, no? There was a 90s rumour that definitely did the rounds in my town and probably did the rounds in a lot of towns of people listening as well, that if you boil down banana skins you can make drugs out of them oh my god that's such a school rumour yeah did you ever hear that <laughs> no what was the word the school rumour at your school you went, you were, you're Welsh you must have had some absolutely ridiculous mine's ones. pretty dark was, is it yeah go on it was, did you have the old razor blades in the, in the flume at the swimming bath no it's really dark I don't know if I can say it just say it um, there was a rumour there was a paedophile around the corner from our school living yeah. in a house in the woods yeah and then our lad burnt his house down uh, that's not great <laughs> I told you it was dark yeah, you've just looked at me then and just say why have you said that one L- ladies and gentlemen may I present to you <laughs> Wales <laughs> yeah yeah very dark the valley so you were told to keep away from it were you correct so what was it like growing up in the valleys uh, it was fine only when I look back at it I realise how bleak it is do you remember the concrete garden from a few emails yeah, ago yeah. imagine that but on a massive scale because <laughs> yeah. uh, I think people would think about the valleys as being quite picturesque yeah, it is very picturesque. There are a lot of muscly blokes. But, <laughs> but the towns in the valleys are so stuck in time and the mentality is so stuck in time that against this like pretty beautiful backdrop, there's just like this just poor and small minded and not amazing. Do you ever go back? Uh not that often. No. Is your are your mum dad still there? Yeah, but they've moved now to Pembrokeshire, which is the good bit. Which okay, is like right. the coast and amazing rolling hills. So, and okay, so I thought fun. the valleys was that. But you're saying no. the valleys can be just outside Cardiff or Swansea or whatever. Yeah, the valleys is is outside Cardiff, about 10 miles outside Cardiff. That's where it starts? Yeah, and then you go into kind of like Brecon or whatever. Right, oh, okay. Yeah, it's great. We should do a road trip. We should do a Welsh road trip. That'd be cool. We'd have to um, try and not annoy a kind of steroid-pumped Welsh <laughs> muscle yeah. man. Bleach blonde hair, yeah. triang- upside-down triangle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really tight clothes. But that's one of the things I never really noticed that as a thing until I left and met people like you who made, yeah. you know, made a joke of that sort of stuff. Doesn't like, sound like me. Everyone looks like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, have you got an email there? I've got an email from Adam Morris. Yeah. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Having listened to the podcast this morning, I decided to jo- join in on the fun, albeit late. In 2002, our family decided to go full tilt into kitting out the living room space for our home. To accompany the brand new flat screen TV, we also purchased a Sony DVD player, which came with a copy of Gladiator, brackets, epic film. I agree. Yeah, agree, yeah. Uh, For pure enjoyment. My father, wanting the full package, decided he needed to purchase the matching sound surround system to fully be immersed in all the action. Sensible move. That's great. My my dad did exactly... You are not a dad if you're not doing that. To his dismay, this added a second DVD to the bundle. Bridget Jones' Diary. The thought of him trying to watch a romantic chick flick in full surround sound just to show off something still makes me laugh to this very day. 
I love it. You got to put Gladiator back in there. Yeah, but get get it back in. Can I can I give? I love that email. That's great, and that's such a dad thing to do. hundred oh, percent. And also getting that whole like hi-fi system or whatever around that time was so synonymous at that time. Of, I think like, my parents have still got it. Yeah, big time. So like, I I am I am ninety nine percent certain that when my parents bought their TV with the surround sound, there would have been a under the breath, quite fierce argument about whether they're getting the surround sound or not. And my dad would be like, "We well, are not getting it." Without the surround sound, my mum goes, "You don't need the surround sound." Is everything okay? Yeah, fine, thanks. Fine. We don't need it. We do, it's, it's another two hundred quid. You think we need a thirty-two inch telly as well, do you? Well, well we don't need that. Well, we're could, getting it. You could have it, but it's your Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? On that, on that, actually, on the size of tellies, that's what I realised this weekend. Also, how like big the standard size of a telly has got? Because we had a projector until we moved. Yeah. And then we're looking for a TV now. Can't get a TV smaller than fifty inch. It's like fifty yeah. is like the new normal. It's bizarre. So I I wouldn't be able to fit one that big in my um in my uh, house. It's so overbearing though. The living room Massive. you can go too big. I think. Yeah, I think. I so. think you get to be. Um, one of the other email um, themes we've had, Sam, is that we've we talked about types of beers, mm-hmm. and I think we probably go into this in more depth on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll get us up and running um, uh, with this email here from. It's a brilliant email from Bryce. And um, so when I say types of beers, I don't mean an IPA or a mm-hmm. lager mm-hmm. or a Guinness. I mean the situation type. So Bryce has done a brilliant job here of doing what he says is a definitive rankings for the location and activities that go best with a beer. Putting time into the emails, Bryce. Top eight. It's a top eight here, mate. I like that. And I'll tell you what, I am stunned because bottom of the barrel for, for Bryce, number eight, a shower beer. It splits a lot of people, a shower beer. How did, Pete, Pete dismissed it out of hand. I love a shower beer. I like a shower beer because it, it rings nostalgia of uni for me. Right. Preloading. Big time. Yeah. Big time. I'm not, I want a shower, but I'm not taking 15, hours of my, 15 minutes out of my preload. If you think I'm not taking beer. a stubby into that shower <laughs> yeah, whilst exactly. I'm showering. Exactly. <laughs> um, so Bryce says shower beer, leave the suds to the soap, enjoy your beer once you're out of the shower. Number seven, walkie beer. Can be quite complicated in America where I live with strict open container laws, so I haven't been able to properly enjoy this phenomenon yet. I don't mind a walkie beer, but I know that it, it'll it make other people perhaps feel uncomfortable to be around me because they'll yeah. think I'm a lout. Yeah. Um, number six is depressing. I don't know how this has got to number six above a shower beer. Breakfast <laughs> beer. Mm. Um, substituting your favourite lager for milk in your cereal. That's I, not a thing, is it? I've not done this myself, but I've witnessed it on one more more than one occasion. Number five, game beer. When lacking quality, just amplify the quality as the quantity. Whether it's beer pong, Mario Kart, or just a little spice to your favourite card game, this will surely add to your competitive spirit. Uh, unfortunately, though, these endeavours usually have you feeling worse for wear sooner or later. He's talking about a beer going along with having a bit of pastime games. Yeah. Number four, you'll like this one, Sam. We would call it a barbecue beer. He calls it a grill beer. Yeah, that's up there for me. As you may have noticed, we've turned the corner here. An orchestra for the senses. The smell and sound of the grill <laughs> with your favourite plant-based batty crackling away. The sun on your face and a crisp, refreshing beer. Uh, number three, river beer. Can't enjoy that in London. No. Nah. You're not, you're not going to jump in, your, in, in a... There's no in a, beer can make, that's going to make the Thames better. Is that? No, you're not going to get in like a rubber ring no. on the Thames with a beer in your hand. Uh, but um, where Bryce lives, he says, it's the best way to make a lazy float down the river... Uh, better is to tie a six-pack of beer to you as you go. The cool mountain water keeps those babies at the perfect temperature. Mm. Number two, sports beer. That kind of speaks for itself. Mm. Um, number one, he's gone for top of the pile, the very best in his opinion, the beach beer. Yeah, I think I'd agree. 
Bryce says few things can compare to enjoying some craft brew with the epic Pacific Northwest coast where I was born and raised. The salty crisp air is the perfect palate cleanser between pools from the pint, preferably from a brewery with a beachside patio, i.e. Pelican Brewing in Pacific City, Oregon. Do check it out. I want to live where he lives. He makes it sound so picturesque. He's having a lovely old time. The only thing he's got to worry about, Sam, is when he wakes up in the morning and thinks, what type of beer will I have today? (laughs) Yeah, as he's pouring it on his Cheerios. Yeah, Yeah. you and and I, Sam, are like... Weatherspoons beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite? We'll do it more next week. I'm oh, sorry, on Thursday. Tell us now. Give us a little flavor, a little teaser trailer. What's up there for you? Up there has got to be beach. Oh, do you know what? Up there is. This is very specific. Uh, I'm not just plugging my food podcast. When you go to a foreign country and it's hot and you're eating spicy food, that beer because it's yeah. it, it's comforting, but you know it and it and it helps with the spice. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. For me. He's not mentioned this because there's no um, public transport infrastructure to speak of anywhere in the US outside of the main cities. He's not mentioned the legendary train beer. We'll talk about more. Talk about that more on Thursday. Thank you so much for getting involved, Sam. No um, problem. People Thank you for having me. No, of course. People should go and check out Set Meals when they get a chance. Subscribe wherever they get their podcast. We'll be back on Thursday with another episode of the Luke and Pete Show with me and the great Sam Smith. Was a Stakhanov production. How does it feel being Pete? I feel sexy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>